Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Thanks to people like our friends at On Location. On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. I am James Yarko, joined as I am every Wednesday by Evan Klosky of 10 Tampa Bay. You can check out everything that I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at Eklosky, WTSP, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Evan, long time no Stop. see. It's been, it's been approximately a week. Uh, I have no more... Um, I have no more insults about college football to hurl your way. So you can sit back, relax, be comfortable in that situation that, that I'm not going to bring any of that up, but there is, I just brought it up, but I didn't mention any names. No names at all. No, no results, no nothing. Uh, Other than the fact that they should realign the divisions in the big 10, because it's a complete and total joke. Anyway, we do have, a certain playoff that we are going to talk about, and that is the NFL playoffs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have an opportunity to clinch their first NFC South crown since 2007 this weekend, or they can clinch just a playoff spot. They can get a berth, but they can't do it by themselves. Right now, the current situations are that the Buccaneers can clinch the NFC South with a win plus a Carolina loss at home against the Atlanta Falcons and a New Orleans Saints loss or tie on the road against the New York Jets. As far as a playoff berth is concerned, the Buccaneers can tie their game and get in with a Carolina loss, a New Orleans loss, as well as a Minnesota loss at home against the Steelers, a 49ers loss or tie at Cincinnati, and a Washington football team loss or tie at home versus the Cowboys. So the question to you, good sir, is will there be uh, some NFC South champion merch dropping after Sunday? No. Uh, <laughs> and it's because of the Jets, right? It, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that need to happen. And not to mention, as I said last week, you know, you remember my story arc here, right? Mm-hmm. Is that they're going to win. Uh, if it wasn't for a, a silly pick six, it would have been extremely decisive. And, you know, more people I think would be talking about that, except, you know, instead of talking about the Bucks, they're actually talking about the, the bills not being the Patriots and the Patriots have the storylines. So my, my narrative was a little bit thrown off based on Monday night football, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning bills in this matchup. It's only the second time I'm picking against the Bucs. I told you I was going to do it last week, and I'm going to do it again. Uh, I'm going to follow through on my word. So uh, I actually don't think the Bucs win this week. And people are going to, you know, everyone's down on the Bills. People are going to be up on the Bills. Everyone's up on the Bucs. People are going to be down on the Bucs. And then the Bucs are going to just wipe the floor with the Saints the following weekend, and that's when they should clinch the NFC 
South when they're on Sunday night football. Now we're, we're going to get into the bills in a minute. Cause I'm interested to hear, I mean, I, I wasn't going to hold you to that picking the bills prediction that you no. said was going to come. So we're going to dive into that a little bit more uh, in, in segment two, but it's interesting to hear you say that, uh, you know, you're, you're going to stick with the bills because we're going to dive into to how they played. But as far as the bucks are concerned, uh, I wrote in my pick six for bucks nation. It's not out of the question that this scenario happens this weekend and, and the Buccaneers clinch the NFC South, because I do think that they can and will beat the Buffalo bills. And, and the big hangup to me in this scenario is the new Orleans Saints going up against the New York jets. The New York jets absolutely stink, but Terrible. the new Orleans saints haven't won a game since Halloween they have nobody at quarterback. The defense is still fine, but it almost looks like they're a team in a full-blown free fall in shambles. And with as wacky of an NFL season as we've had, where we've seen some of these crazy, ridiculous upsets and things that nobody thought could happen actually happening, it's not crazy to think that the New York Jets could beat the New Orleans Saints at home, especially if they end up, I don't know the weather conditions, but if they end up in a game like we saw on, on Monday night football, it, it could be real interesting, especially if Alvin Kamara isn't back yet because Mark Ingram is not getting the job done. So the, the New Orleans Saints are an interesting team right now. And obviously that's the Buccaneers next opponent. Hopefully they don't get off the, uh, the schneid against the Bucks, but um, yeah, I, it's, it's feasible, in my opinion. Uh, the Jets aren't winning. As somebody uh, who grew up a Jets fan, I can tell you, uh, it ain't pretty. So despite the fact that, yes, the Saints are a flawed team, the Buccaneers are, are going to take care of business next weekend against them, uh, I just I don't see the Saints losing that game, which is going to – even even if I'm wrong in my prediction that the, the Bucks lose um, – I don't think they're going to get it done just because I don't think those other two losses are going to happen. I, you know, I think you just got to, to wait one more week to, to, uh, to collect the hats. And uh, I can't believe it's been that long, you know, yeah. it's like you come off a Super Bowl and you, you forget that they were not the division division champs, right? It's, it's crazy that, you know, what they did and, and running the table on the road. So uh, that's going to be a special moment for this franchise when it happens. Yeah. And Greg Allman pointed out on, on Twitter and I remember the game vividly, Super Bowl notwithstanding, because that really shouldn't count as a home playoff game. The last home playoff game that the Buccaneers had was that year that they won the NFC South in 07. They hosted the New York Giants at home who beat Tampa Bay and would go on to beat the undefeated New England Patriots in that Super Bowl. So it's been a it's been a long time since there's been an official uh, Buccaneers time. Game. Time is a flat circle. Because aren't weren't the Giants the last team to run the table on the road to a Super Bowl victory? I believe they were, and I think it was that year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that because yeah. there there was Eli Brady too. Yeah. Um, the, but, the Mario Manningham touchdown, the first down, whatever the hell yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a fun game to watch. Uh, Brady probably does not enjoy remembering that game, but uh, that is neither here nor there. Now, there are plenty of amazing Super Bowl moments and Super Bowl memories and uh, plays that that will live in infamy forever. And if any of our watchers or listeners want to be part of that kind of amazing experience, they need to check out our friends 
at On Location. Super Bowl 56 is at SoFi in less than 100 days. And On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star L.A. hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56, that's the number five and the number six, for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. And if you're lucky enough to grab one of those experiences and you got to sit and hang out, wait in the airport, um, you can probably avoid some of the horrendous airline food if you pack yourself a couple of built bars yeah. in your carry on this holiday season grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar built bar filled with so much holiday goodness rich with decadent flavor covered in chocolate but amazingly low in calorie sugar net carbs fat but high in protein you get the best of both worlds delicious and healthy you guys know all the flavors raspberry mint brownie cherry double chocolate cookies and cream peanut butter brownie the list goes on and on built bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers or if you're standing in endless shopping lines built bar can give you that extra something you need to keep you going if you're friends with santa like i am because i'm always on the nice list you can tell santa to throw a few in those stockings and uh look i'm a big fan now of those marshmallowy flavors you can take one of those dip it in your hot cocoa delicious go to build.com use promo code locked 15 and you are going to get 15 percent off your order again promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. We thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. Evan, let's dive into this Monday night football game a little bit. Previewing the Buccaneers' upcoming opponent, Buffalo Bills. You got Josh Allen. You got Stephon Diggs. You have an offensive line that, you know, the only team in the NFL that has allowed fewer sacks than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the Buffalo Bills. Guys can't get to Josh Allen. If they do get to Josh Allen, he's escaping the pressure. He's making plays with his legs, but they lose at home on Monday night football, 14 to 10. They allowed over 200 rushing yards, which some media members may or may not have asked about that after the game. And some Buffalo Bills players may or may not have taken that extremely personally and gotten very upset. Well, I will say the framing of the question. It was, it was rough. It was a bit, a leading question for you lawyers out there. Yeah, it was, uh, it it could have been done in a much better fashion. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones, the quarterback of the new England Patriots, two of three for Mm. 19 yards. May God have mercy on you. If you started him in fantasy football, big 10 football, baby, let's go. Uh, Also no Tredavious white. Who's a big part of their defense. So Mm -hmm. let's, let's kick things over to you here for a moment. Um, What about this Bills team, given the struggles that we've seen them have this year, because they're very much a roller coaster kind of team. Yeah. 
Um, what what is it about the Bills matchup with the Buccaneers that makes you lean towards the Bills this weekend? Well, uh, I understand that the Bucks are actually probably the healthiest they've been in the secondary, but it's it's been an issue. Um, it's been a big issue. And if there's one thing that the, the Buffalo Bills can do, that is throw the rock. So, um, you know, it, it has been a very up and down year. And what's really funny is if you just follow the trend since week six, They've gone loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So, you know, just if I'm just reading that right, it's time for a win for them. Um, so they're predictable in their unpredictability. Um, but but ultimately, A, um, I think they will be able to throw the rock against the Bucs. I think that's going to be a problem for them. You mentioned the offensive line. You mentioned the ability for Josh Allen to get outside the pocket. Uh, the Bucks have at times struggled uh, to get sacks. Now, recently that has not been an issue, um, but it has been something that, you know, as, as we've tracked. So I just feel like, and, and you bring up the game against the Patriots, I don't know how much I can read into that game. It was sure. – Ridiculous winds, uh, snow, freezing cold. As you mentioned, a quarterback only threw it three times. It was just running versus running. And in that game, that's a game built for the Patriots and a team that didn't make mistakes, which the Patriots, you know, they stayed the course, were able to get it done because they have a tremendous red zone defense. So I think that the Bills – will be able to put up points on the Bucks, and even without White for the Bills, which is for sure a huge loss to that secondary and, and that team as a whole in their passing defense, I do not believe the Buccaneers are going to be slinging the rock like they normally do against most foes. So that means they are going to have to rely a little bit more on Lenny, which is not a bad thing since, uh, by the way, uh, Comet Leonard is going to be doing its thing this this weekend. So, as I said on 10 Tampa Bay today, uh, or, or yesterday for all you listening, um, you know, even Outer Space is jumping on the, the Leonard Fournette nickname bandwagon. So, it, it just, on paper, it's not the most ideal matchup for the Buccaneers, and it just smells like Tampa Bay is going to get Buffalo's best shot I think they're a team that needs to prove to themselves that they are worthy of a Super Bowl appearance or that they feel like they're a Super Bowl team. So they, you know, they're going to put everything they have into this game since they pretty much could, they pretty much threw out the game plan last week. So whatever they were planning to do didn't matter. Um, so they got a couple of weeks of plays in them now. And with the Bucks. I think this is just going to be a classic case of them needing to rise to the occasion. Things have been going well for them. They have taken care of business now on the road, and they got right against the Giants at home. They feel like they're safe at home. They're not going to lose at home. I think this might be the wake-up call of, hey, we need to elevate our game to that final level down this, this stretch run. So 
Yeah, I I, uh, I think it's going to be a close game, and I, and I think that the Bills are going to come on top. And you know, we never would have thought that the Washington Football Team was going to beat the the Buccaneers, and, and now look at them. You know, that was the start of something special for them. So that's pretty much my reasoning. I could be very wrong. It's very risky to go against the Buccaneers at home. I'm well aware. But as you mentioned in that playoff scenario uh, in, in our last segment, this game ultimately does not matter in the grand scheme of things. Um, it does and it does not. You're very close to the Cardinals and the Packers. I get it. You can't take another L and fall another game behind Arizona and Green Bay. Having said that, if you are going to lose a game, which even those other two teams, I don't think they're going to run the table the rest of the way. You know, if you're going to lose a game, you'd rather lose a game out of conference where it's not going to affect the tie-breaking scenarios, whatever else you have going on. And again, it's been since 2007, since they've won a division, you're looking at a divisional title next weekend on Sunday night football against a, a, a foe you have to beat. It's yours. Just, I, I think they're going to be... A, I think they would be a little distracted, even though the Saints aren't that good of a team anymore. I think they know what's ahead of them, and um, they're not going to pack their best punch against the Bills. And this is sort of the give and take you have with the NFL, where every week isn't the end-all, be-all. It's just not. So if you have to be a little bit strategic, I think this is sort of that area where, you know, you, you can kind of – let it be free. The only uh, the only thing, the last caveat, caveat I'll say is that the Bucks could totally come out and want to prove to themselves that they are a Super Bowl winning team. And this is the matchup to prove it as far as confidence moving forward because this is really their last tough opponent. Everybody else is a cupcake until the playoffs. So this is sort of their tune-up for the playoffs, if you will, preparing for what's coming down the chute because um, this team – has not done remarkably well against better competition. They haven't played a lot of games against good teams, but you know now that the Washington football team is kind of surging, you know they lost to the Rams, they lost to the Washington football team. We like what they did against the Colts. Uh, you know, even though predicted a win that Colts game, certainly everything went in their favor. It took a lot of turnovers. It took a lot of things to go, you know, turn around to to make that win happen. Um, and yeah, I mean, Cowboys week one, that feels like ages ago, but, um, yeah, the, the rest of the way is saints, Panthers, jets, Panthers. So this, this is it. I mean, this is, this is a playoff game. So it's time to turn it on. Yeah. Well, you rewind the clock to last year, the last regular season game that they had against a playoff caliber opponent was that loss to the chiefs. After that, they pretty much had a run of cupcakes, uh, went four and oh, and then went four and oh in the playoffs. So a loss here won't be the end of the world real quick. A couple of things that I'll touch on. You mentioned the, the bills, uh, you know, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss for those fantasy people out there. And I realize fantasy football and, and real football are two very different things, but they can tell a little bit of a story. Josh Allen, fantasy football's number one quarterback has only put together back to back top 12 weeks one time this year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's he's very up and down. Now, this is the week, you know, according to the pattern that he should go back up. He was not a quarterback 12 or not, he wasn't in the top 12 of quarterbacks in week 13. So he should be on the upswing. Like you mentioned, the Bills, 
they lose, they should swing up. Uh, and real quick, I'll point out something that, that David said on yesterday's episode that in the first four games of the season, the Buccaneers had given up at least 295 passing yards. Whereas in the most recent four games, they've given up 226, 149, 285, 259. On the flip side of that, the most rushing yards that the Buccaneers gave up in the first four games was 76. Over the course of the last four, nine, you know, 94, 66, 107, 121. So we're seeing kind of a, a shift now from offenses attacking the secondary to offenses being able to find ways to get the run game going. That's a dangerous thing when you're going up against Josh Allen. But as far as the Bills running backs are concerned, not too scary. But their pass catching options, of course, Stefan Diggs can make you pay every time he's on the field. Cole Beasley is a reliable target. Dawson Knox has come into his own as the tight end. And of course, Emmanuel Sanders is always a deep threat, even though he really hasn't been utilized over the course of the last six or seven games. That threat is always there. So I'm with you. It's going to be a tight, tight game for sure. So you're leaning bills. I'm leaning bucks. If any of our listeners are leaning a little bit harder than, you know, one of the two of us, they can put their money where their mouth is, where their friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Wrapping things up here on a WTSB Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, Evan Klosky on Twitter at JRCO underscore Bucks at E Klosky WTSP. So, Evan, Mr. Buffalo himself. Mr. Buffalo. So, all right, Evan, uh, you, you have made it clear you are leaning towards the Bills, but there are still some other predictions that you can make that could uh, endear you to some of our listeners who are thinking, hey, who is this guy saying that my Buccaneers are going to lose to, uh, you know, a Super Bowl caliber team? How dare he? Who is this ugly dunkaroo? And what? <laughs> we are going to kick things off here with your predictive player of the game. So who is going to be the shining star for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Or maybe it's the Buffalo Bills this week. Yeah, um... I'm just going to make it Buccaneers. The, the, the Buccaneers player of the game, I think, will be Leonard Fournette. Uh, I think this is a game where he's hot. Uh, you just saw the Bills bend and break with their rushing defense. Uh, even though they were tested a lot, it, it was a bit quantity over quality outside of a, a couple of big runs there. So, uh, you know, I don't necessarily think it was – a an embarrassing performance, but I do believe they are going to need Lenny a little bit more to open things up 
uh, for Tom Brady and company. So I expect Leonard Fournette to be very active. He's going to run the ball. I think he's going to have options out of the backfield as a, as a receiver. Um, so, you know, I, I think, well, and I got to double check this. I think Lenny's, so he's had, he's pretty good about having eight targets. Lenny's coming off uh, a total of 14 combined receptions these last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that Fournette is going to have eight receptions, which would tie a, a season high. Um, and you're looking at probably 55 yards. So I'll just say eight receiving yards, 55, or sorry, eight receptions, 55 receiving yards on top of what he will do rushing, which should trend in the 50s as well. So I'm looking at like 120 total yards. Uh, And if you go back to the Colts game, I think he had 131. So I think when it's all said and done, he will be the premier guy that we're looking at. Okay. Yeah. Stay in the flames. Stay in the flames with Buffalenny. Uh, Buffalenny. Buffalenny. We got at Lenny. We got uh, Lucas Oil Lenny, Lombardi Lenny. The nicknames are just AT Lenny. Yeah. AT Lenny. ATL Lenny. It's just, it's never going to end. Comet Leonard. Comet Leonard. Yeah. It's, it's glorious. I mean, I guess, I guess if the Buccaneers can't clinch the South this week, and they go on and, and beat the Saints, and, and Leonard Fournette has another big game. He can be like Dagger Lenny that he he stuck the fork <laughs> in their dud. Scepter Lenny. Lenny. Yeah, Scepter Lenny. Oh, I like that one. So, All right, Evan, what is your bold prediction for this weekend? My bold prediction is going to be Oh, I thought I really want to do this because I, I don't really believe it, but it's bold. Um, <laughs> you know what? I was originally going to go with Tom Brady, no touchdown passes. Oh, so wow. I, I am, uh, I'm not using that. So that means I cannot take credit for it, nor can I be deemed wrong for saying it. It works both ways. I will say that Brady will have three turnovers. Wow. That's my bold prediction. And that is how the bills win this game. Brady has turned the ball over in six straight games, Mm -hmm. seven of their last eight. Now, if Brady ends up with three turnovers and, or no touchdowns, you're going to get some very angry texts from me because my fantasy team is not going to be happy with you putting that out of the universe. And I got him too. Oh goodness. All right. Evan, I'm, I'm very strong with my narrative here, right? If if you I'm are, going down, I am sinking. <laughs> yeah, I are, am going right to the bottom of the pool. So You are a man of your convictions. You stand behind yourself, and I am here for it, sir. That's right. Dig those heels in. Stand strong. And, you know, if you're right, you're right. That's how it goes. You know, we – I mean, I say we – I pick the Buccaneers to win every game. I'll continue to pick the Buccaneers. Even when they were going like 5-11, and 11, I was picking the Buccaneers to win every game. I will continue to do so. But stick to your guns. That's what you're here for. We're it's not only here the to second time. It's only the second time this year yeah. that I've done it. We're here for honesty. I almost did against the Eagles. You did. I, I remember that. Uh, what is your score prediction? How much are the Buffalo Bills going to win this one by? It's going to be a close game. I'm going to go uh, 
23-20 Buffalo Bills. Okay. I uh, I will unveil my score prediction on Friday's show. I also have this being a three-point game. It's going to be tight. It's going to be um, – it's going to raise everyone's blood pressure. There's going to be some upset people on the Twitters. And uh, not that people aren't always upset on the Twitters. Even even during a win, still very upset people. Yes. It's um, so – there will there will be some interesting things going on on that app, but it's going to be a good one. With that, Evan, we are going to get out of here. Let everyone know what is going on over there at 10 Tampa Bay. Remember, uh, Sundays, 1130 in the morning, we air the Blitz on 10 Tampa Bay with our guys, Simeon Rice. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Not only do we get you prepared for the game that's coming up, but we also kind of have fun and you know, Sim is a, a multi-talented, multi-faceted dude. So he's got an opinion on everything, including fashion, cryptocurrency, whatever it might be of the week. Um, and then also, please hit up 1010bay.com. Uh, not only do we cover the bucks there, but also we got your bolts, rays, which we might not have baseball for a while. So you got your bolts. Um, and, and and all our other local sports here is we're, we're reaching the uh, the end of the, the prep football season as well. So, um yeah, just stick with us. And remember, uh, this weekend's game is on 10 Tampa Bay. It's on CBS. So right. we're excited for that. I'm excited to be back in Ray J. It's been a long time. Uh, they've been on the road plus a bye for four of the last five. I mean, it's been nearly two months, and I've been a Ray J like once. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to see this team back in action. Yeah, I haven't seen if they've released the uh, the announcer assignments yet. I can only it's, assume it's, Rum, it's, it's Romo and Nance. Romo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has to be. Yeah, it's it Romo and Nance. So, yeah, make sure you're checking out the Blitz. It's it's the perfect transition. You watch the Blitz. You go right in to, oh. uh, to the CBS coverage. Then there's going to be a 1 o'clock game. And then you're going to go into the Buccaneers game. You never have to change a channel. Not one time. We thank everyone. For making today's episode of Locked On Bucks podcast their first listen <laughs> or first watch of the day. But now the second listen needs to be the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. David will be back tomorrow on Crossover Thursday talking with Dan Marino about <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Make sure that you check that out and check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, at Eklosky, WTSP, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. Thank you so much for joining us right here.